Hello, and welcome to the Spirit Studios podcast. My name's Al, and in this episode, I'm chatting with the winners of the recent Interface Project, a collaborative competition that links Spirit Studios here in Manchester and the Catalyst Institute for Creative Arts and Technology in Berlin. Aimed at connecting and inspiring students during this global pandemic, Interface paired up students from each school to remotely work together on a project of their choice. Our students are Michnir, who studies electronic music production and performance at Spirit, and Alex, a student at Catalyst, studying creative music production and sound engineering. Together they produced a fantastically dark cinematic soundscape titled Metamorphosis, which we'll link to in the episode notes. And as winners of Interface, the duo were set to perform Metamorphosis live at Signals Festival in Berlin this October. But moments before we started recording the podcast, we received news that plans had changed due to the ongoing situation with COVID-19. We talk all about this and more in the episode. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hey man. Hey, doing good. All good, all good. All good. And now we are recording this podcast episode in a few different locations. So I'm recording this from Spirit Studios in Manchester. Could you guys introduce yourselves and just let us know like where you're actually based at the moment? Yeah. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm Michna and I'm currently where some would say the heart of Transylvania in Romania. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. And uh, I'm Alex and I'm a Domoman living in Berlin. Fantastic. What is the heart of Transylvania like these days? Very rainy. <laughs> Incredibly <laughs> rainy. So like I, I left the UK for quite some months now and the weather just seemed to follow me. <laughs> Literally, it's been raining for like a week and a half. So Miknir, you're in Romania, but you're a student at Spirit Studios. So yes. normally you're in Manchester, is that right? That's correct, yeah. Uh, well, actually, could you guys just tell us a little bit about what you're studying and how you guys know each other? So I'm studying electronic music production and performance. Back when I started it, it was called electronic music production and DJ practice, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because um, I I got to, to Spirit mainly for the DJ practice part. But then I got a lot more interested into the electronic production thing. And now I barely DJ. I mean, I don't DJ at all in this period of time due to, you know, what's happening in the world. But I, I kind of gave up DJing for about like two years since I came here. And I'm start studying at uh, Catalyst Institute, uh, which is the new new brand from, it was former DBS Music mm-hmm. uh, in Berlin, which is a school that is in the UK and they have one uh, school in Berlin. And uh, the course that I'm taking is called Creative Music Production and Sound Engineering. So I'm okay. less orientated on the electronic production and performance, but more studio practices, recording and mixing, mastering. Very cool. How would you describe your influences? Would it be electronic or is it more focused with bands and artists? Yeah, I'm, I'm more into electronic. Like I'm happy to know how to record instruments because that might be useful in my production. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I have no intention of recording rock bands, for example. For me, it's a bit uh, a bit different because I started out as a metalhead. Like I, I remember my first ever video my mom showed me on YouTube. That's how I found the existence of YouTube back in like 2008 or whatever. It was uh, Numb by Linkin Park. So uh, nice. and then I got into a bit, you know, darker stuff like Slipknot and you know 
Melly Manson and Disturbed and all that kind of stuff. And then I somehow transitioned into electronic music. I don't know how. Not drugs. I know people make fun of this. It's it's not. But uh, yeah, a lot of people say like if you're listening to electronic, like aggressive music, like what I'm listening to, like drum and bass and all that, it's mm. it's it's drugs. But it's not. There's definitely some crossover because you do find the same kind of characteristics, even though it's it's not guitars. Yeah. It's still huge bass yeah, and that yeah. kind of thing, you know. And so you're from different countries, different schools, but you guys have worked on a very, very cool project together and collaborated yeah. on this. Could yeah. you tell us a little bit about what that project was, how you guys first got to know each other and how you ended up working with each other? Yeah, sure. So um, first of all, he's he's a French dude living in Germany and I'm a Romanian dude living in UK. So that would have never happened without yes. Interface, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Interface was like, this uh, cool little project in between Spirit and Catalyst. And uh, they wanted, since uh, the lockdown started, they wanted to, you know, pursue and make students uh, collaborate remotely. They want to try this out, see how it's working and all that. And that's how we got to meet. Yeah, very random because they ask, I guess, the same for Spirit Studio, but they ask like students of Catalyst, like we're going to create this project. We want to make people from both cool collaborate would you be interested and then yes and then basically i think they based on our like the soundcloud that i send and the things that i've been making they decided to match me with mirna yeah so someone who i didn't know and who mirna didn't know matched us together and and this is how we met <laughs> soundcloud work pretty much like tinder for us in a way <laughs> <laughs> and it's a match made in heaven right yeah 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 Excellent. For, for me, like she told me, yeah, you're going to pair up with Mirna. This is his SoundCloud. You can go and check. And I listened to his music and I was like, oh, yes, nice. I like that. <laughs> so they, they did well. But it's funny because I'm not producing the same music at all. Yeah, I'm wondering what was the, the, the thing they found in common and what it was probably the... influences again. Like they've seen, like, especially with my music being like, making drum and bass and dubstep and beats and all that, it still has an influence of really dark, glitchy stuff that Alex mainly makes, mm. you know? So they probably saw that maybe. Yeah, those characteristics, like we were just saying, you know, they cross over between genres or styles and there's definitely a, maybe a mood. Yeah. How did this project end up with you guys working on one single thing together? Like the thing is, I think we didn't really understand in the first place what was the project about. For us, the, the main goal was to make music together and like mm -hmm. release something. So in the, we said, okay, let's, we're going to make tracks. We're going to do an EP, like around six tracks because they were aiming for like something like 30 minutes. So, so we started like this. Okay, we're going to you know, produce track together. And, and see how it goes. And then on the way, we realized that there was some kind of performance aspect uh, also involved in the project. So then we had to, you know, like think back and say, okay, we're going to produce the tracks, but it needs to be part of something different and, mm. and with visuals. And then on the way, like it, we developed the project up to the virtual performance that we did. It combines music, kind of sound design actually as well and this yeah. video element and this performance element too it's quite cinematic yeah we picture the work the end result as like some kind of a cinema like a you know 30 minutes uh, cinema where you sit you have speakers all around and you just enjoy the trip 
that was that was the the original idea and then as we had to perform it for the virtual performance and then performing at signal was maybe part of the the upcoming steps we plan to not have just a space with the video playing and the music but more adapted to a performance on stage well it's it's, it's very funny how it transition from uh, we're gonna make an EP, then we're gonna make an installation, and yeah. then guess what? We won interface, and we're gonna play a scene. And we're like, yeah, we might as well perform it. So we went from six tracks on an EP, completely digital, no visuals, no everything, to a forty-five minutes performance in like what two months? Amazing. So it, yeah, it, it was yeah. a weird process, <laughs> but a very but exciting yeah. process, I imagine. It was, it was. And yeah. I was lucky enough to uh, to still have friends in Romania that I collaborated with before coming to Spirit when I used to throw my own parties here in my hometown. Yeah, I used to have a lot of friends uh, who were like VJing for me. So they were doing visuals. I was bringing them at parties and they were like creating this live using Resolume and other stuff. So I, I was lucky enough to stay friends with them while I left in um in uh, Manchester mm-hmm. and then when I came back uh, due to due to the virus and we started working on this I was like yo guys do you still know how to make visuals they're like yeah <laughs> I was like cool well I got this little thing you know <laughs> <laughs> so the visual aspect of metamorphosis this was something that you actually collaborated on with more people yes yourself. yes we brought we brought some people in but if yeah we focused mainly on the music and then we realized we need visuals, so we brought we brought my crew up. Yeah, I've been like as we extended to forty five minutes, we obviously need more visuals than we planned to like that we had in the first place. And also, so we've been working on some tracks together. But then as we extended the length of the of the performance, we also added a couple of other tracks that we've been working on our own. So we had to make more visuals, and I started making visuals with what i had and yeah he sent he sent me a video i think it was yesterday of some visuals he yeah. made for one of his and i was like when did you learn how to do this <laughs> this <laughs> that was sick yeah this one is finished by the way and i'm very excited about it the whole project for me is like i i push myself forward every every week to do like different stuff and stuff that i've never done before which is very interesting well i think that a lot of the way that this project was set up forced you to to do that right the very premise of of interface was you are both working on the same piece of work but in totally different countries you've never met before you've never collaborated on anything before this is like all fresh and that process of collaborating with somebody you've never met what was that like at first and how how did your sort of workflow evolve at first i think we just we just talked about what we like to do what our influences are like what our strong spots and what mm-hmm. are like our weak spots as well because yeah. i know alex's strong uh strong spot is definitely sound design and i was like i i do but i don't really because i like making you know drums because i make drum and bass so i i you know not not so much sound design as you so we kind of complemented each other quite well i think mm-hmm. with that and in the first place, like we just basically send each other tracks and most of it was uh, like unfinished tracks, something that I gave up on or I was just, I just started it. So we've just been exchanging project and see what the other can bring up either by pushing the project forward or maybe just using like this and this sound is like, this is sick, the rest I don't want. So I'm taking that and I do something else with it. 
So we've been recycling a lot things that were kind of on pause. Okay. Yeah, we, we had this idea at the beginning of recycling each other's tracks because uh, as you probably know, since you make music as well, you have so many projects that you haven't finished and that are never going to see the light of day ever mm-hmm. unless someone comes on it and takes it to another place that you haven't thought about. And when we had this opportunity, we were like, well, I've got about... 60 tracks I haven't finished. So <laughs> so what if we'd take the best of them, which were like, I don't know, I brought like four tracks. He brought like four or five tracks as well. And we just, you know, morph them and finish them. Very cool. And yeah. the whole concept of metamorphosis, the theme is really in the name, right? It's about change and evolution. That's really interesting that the yeah. way that you began to create your ideas was actually taking and evolving existing material into something new and combining it. Did that have an impact, that workflow have an impact on how you decided to theme the final project? So we named it Metamorphosis right at the start. Yeah, it does sound sick. (laughs) But we named it at the start only because when we decided to make the six-track EP, Alex uh, had the idea, which I was very happy with, to have it evolving. So like we started with something very ambient, rhythmless, you know, and then we go to a little bit of drums, not too much, maybe some halftime, maybe some drum and bass. Then we go to some really hardcore techno that Berlin gives, you know, and then we were finishing on, on like a lower note again with an atmospheric outro. And yep. we were like, this is this is evolving. This is what life means. This is what metamorphosis means. It's it's going up and then it's going down it goes downhill and you die, basically. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> uh, it ends on a really like nice happy note. Cause the final yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the final sort of shot, you're in that basement almost like a cellar, like a prison. Yeah, it's it, it's that uh, metaphor, I guess, of you know, having going through a lot of chaos and a lot of stuff happening and then it's silence and it's mm. sudden and it just stops and you're liberated, if you will, from your body, I guess, if you want to take it deeper. There's going to be an extra step. Like basically the video clip that I've been making is very, very trippy and very like light blue, kind of green and white color. So this is like another step where you just, before you die, you can also expand your consciousness to another place. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's been very interesting to then keep the same concept of metamorphosis, but adding elements that fits into the whole thing. It wasn't just you guys working on a project. There were other people who were also working on their own projects in a similar fashion, right? Other students collaborating and working on these things together. Did that have any influence how you approached the work that you did? Or were you just going to get in there and create something for yourselves? I wouldn't say so. Uh, We just wanted to make something uh, that we were proud of because I think for both of us, we were our biggest critics in a way. Like just before the competition, in my head, I was like, "Ah, come on, we could have done done like way more, you know, because the first first month of the collaboration was a little bit funky. Um, Michna had to move back to to Romania. So we we kind of had like a slow start, Um, but then we make it up. But then while the virtual performance was approaching, for me, I was like going constant in a loop, like, ah, like we could have done better, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, hey, you know what? If we don't win the prize, it's fine. We've been happy working together. It was great. We've done some stuff. 
and and it's cool like whoever wins like we're happy with what we've done we've been proud of the collaboration but yeah. i was thinking that for the virtual performance we could have done better yeah and then and then the day arrived <laughs> I, I even forgot to mention i started working on interface when i was in manchester as well i wasn't here so take that into consideration i was working on interface i mean i wasn't really working the first months because you know i had to leave all my stuff in manchester find the storage bring only the essentials to romania which were like my monitors and my keyboard and my laptop then buy some stuff buy a microphone buy speaker stands set up this room that was literally this room is in my house this was supposed to be a guest bedroom my parents thought it to be a guest bedroom and then the pandemic happened and i was like yo i gotta come back home and they were like yo you got stuff to put somewhere and i was like well you haven't finished the bedroom have you and yeah. luckily they haven't <laughs> so i just got two desks and uh, i set up my studio but this everything what i've mentioned this all happened while i was supposed to work for interface so it was it was very very tricky as well yeah and the fact that we we didn't really get that it was a visual performance in the first place so we kind of yeah. rushed rushed out a little bit and like the visuals that with that mihna and his friend did it was like a three days work like last minute last minute visuals that we had we needed them for the performance and then we came to the so the the meeting and we were first we play our work and then the second group play their work and then the third group play their work and at the end i sent a text to mihna and i was like dude we might want yeah. <laughs> like we've actually been doing a really good job <laughs> When you did find out that you had uh, had won, what was your next reaction? Like, what were your thoughts after you'd found out you'd won? Uh, I think the main main price was that he would maybe come to Berlin and we actually gonna meet in person. Yeah, because we've we've been calling each other a lot during during the whole project, and it's been a very very friendly and really cool atmosphere working together. Uh, so I, I guess for me that was the main the main first thought, and then the second was like, oh. Okay, we're going to be like publicly publicly displaying the work that we've we've been doing. And that that was also something uh yeah, yeah, that was that was very cool. I'll be honest with you, like completely honest, which I don't know if I should say this, but Go might as well. I was a bit more interested in the second prize. <laughs> <laughs> considering considering it was uh, a plugin worth like some couple of hundred of of pounds i was like that's really cool it's the the plugin from vocally i think that turns your voice into midi that was yeah. the second prize it's a good prize and i was like i i wouldn't mind winning that you know <laughs> but then i realized what big of an opportunity is playing in berlin in front of so many people involved in the industry and i was like this could take my career up to like mm. two years of advantage you know like it could be a head start of few years if i do it right uh, so obviously only after it settled so like after i realized i won the big thing i'm really happy that i did this and i didn't settle for for the folklore thing so we're recording this on the 8th of october signals festival is next week and as of a few hours ago you um mcnear you were going to be heading over from romania to Berlin yeah, and yeah. meeting up with Alex and you guys were going to be performing Metamorphosis at Signals Festival. And right yes. before we started recording, 
we found out that that actually isn't going to happen. Signals is still taking place, but could you could you tell us a little bit about what's happened and, and why you're now not going to be able to go? Yeah, I'll I'll start this because I was the main character of this story, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was all planned. I think uh, I spoke with Ash a few days ago, and she got the tickets. She got the the planes. I've already talked to people to get me to Bucharest as well to the airport. It was everything planned at the like at the smallest detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, yesterday I think it was yesterday night when Germany introduced both England and Romania into their list of risk countries. Uh, that meaning that if you were to go to Germany, you could either stay in quarantine for 14 days, which obviously isn't possible because we had like three nights at a hotel <laughs> and I, I was supposed to what sleep on the street for, for, for 10 days. Um, and I couldn't even uh, stay at Alex's because again, I have to be quarantined. So if I were to stay at Alex's, then he'd have to be quarantined with me and his girlfriend would have to be quarantined with me, which obviously is quite impossible. Yeah, and uh, the other option was to be able to provide a 48-hour prior test, like a coronavirus test that's negative, that was made at max 48 hours prior to my arrival in Germany. Now, I don't know if how these tests really work, but I've heard... Uh, they can take quite a lot of time. So, like, for example, my flight was, like, at 3 uh, in the afternoon on Thursday, right? So, and uh, from where I live to Bucharest, it's, like, a 5 hours car ride. So then that's, like, 40-something hours space of taking the test, hoping I receive it back, hoping it's negative because I could have the virus and be asymptomatic as well. That's a thing as far as I know. So ho- it, it's a lot of factors that had to be completely on point for this to work. And obviously, because it's, it's, it's a very risky thing and a lot of bad things could happen from catching the virus to having to be quarantined to even, I don't know, not be able to leave Germany and where do you live? Like when, when do you stay then? It's, it's a lot of factors that unfortunately went really the wrong way for, for us. And I'll just say as well, like this is literally right before we started recording this episode, you found out. It was so. literally, so like <laughs> I, I finished my lesson at half three, my time. It was half one UK time. So you were tuning in to a lesson via Zoom yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. had I had the lesson with with Dan with Dan Valentine that finished at half one UK time. Meanwhile, uh, Adrian, the principal of Spirit, called me. <laughs> I denied the call because I was in a lesson, <laughs> and then I got a voicemail. And I I finished the lesson. I went to my voicemails. I listened to it twice because I couldn't believe it. And uh, that was like what forty five. Like one forty-five, yeah, literally quarter to when we were supposed to start the the podcast, and then I I've talked to some other people. Then I let Alex know. Alex found out like five minutes before we started this podcast that I can't come to to Berlin. So it's been it's been a weird couple of hours. Yeah, I I bet. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think with this sort of situation, it's still kind of evolving, and actually 
Uh, I know you guys have probably got a lot that you want to talk about as well and still figure out. And we might find that the situation changes in some form over the next week. But at the moment, it doesn't look like you're going to be able to perform together at Signals as you planned. Hopefully, this is something that you can do in the future, though. Yeah. I know there's been some talk around the possibility of going around spring uh, and actually going and recreating this performance in some kind of form. Yeah, we'll see. The good thing is that like we'll have more time to prepare the performance, so we're gonna make it way it, it better. It will definitely bang. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, it'll definitely uh, bang. Like we, we were like ready, but as as the same like like Mirna have been DJing before. I'm also uh, like I was DJing like mostly for friends, mm. uh, but as a as a performer, that was a first for both of us. So a lot of like excitement like mixed with anxiety and stress and like you know everything that can happen when you step up on stage for the first time so this obviously will have more time to to deal with and and to prepare uh like something even better yeah and at the moment we're hoping that we could maybe still display our work at the festival we're going to talk about it with the people in charge but as the first idea that we didn't choose was to have like an installation with the visual displaying and like going on the loop every 40, 45 minutes, maybe with a 15 minutes break. So every hour you have a session and people can just sit and, and witness the work. So without us performing. So I hope this will still be an option so we can still uh, show the world what we've been working on. Mm. But yes, we want to perform it some days. You guys have put a lot of work into this particular project. And I know you were saying before you were initially thinking it was going to be an EP and it's evolved, but you must have started generating some ideas for other things uh, outside of Interface. Do you see yourselves working together in the future? And if so, have you started on any projects or have any ideas for what that might be? We definitely send each other stuff, especially like Alex sends me stuff that he's got a really exciting project called Parallel Processing, which is his own solo thing. But he already sent me stuff that he wants to put out. So we, we still do that, like even just as a feedback thing, we still we still talk to each other about our music. Yeah. At the moment, we like we've enjoyed the collaboration. And for sure, like, for example, I'm, I'm not producing drum and bass or dubstep, but I really like these genres. So I would be really happy to collaborate on that kind of music again with Mihna. We have nothing set and planned at the moment. Like I'm also in the middle of like starting my second year. I have school project. I need to produce an album for January. So I guess some of the, the private stuff are going um, gonna to be like the priority for me. But in the meantime, we can still, like Mihna said, like send some stuff, get some feedbacks or even ideas and then and then yeah at some point we might we will probably do more stuff together the format and how it's going to be you know is it going to be something similar to metamorphosis like a cinematic soundscape or is it going to be more like a you know a duo project to perform we have we haven't uh, pictured that yet in our mind It'd be really cool to like do one of those things that we we go on with our work, but once a year we put some something big like metamorphosis out, and then we keep going with our our own work, and then another another thing and all that like yearly or something. I like that idea. I think that's uh, a quite a nice place to finish there, actually, guys. So thank you so much for for coming on and yeah, and man, talking to me you. about thank it. Thank you for and, the invitation. Oh, it's great to have you. And like, this is an evolving story. So uh, maybe we'll do a follow-up uh, at some point and 
hopefully we can kind of get a bit of a conclusion to this. Hopefully yes. I'll successfully graduate. Yeah. <laughs> I got to focus on that. <laughs> yeah, you do need to prioritize. But uh, once that's yeah. once all that stuff's out of the way, then you can come back on. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Ad. All right. Cheers, guys. So thanks again to Alex and Michnir for taking the time to talk to me about the Interface Project and Metamorphosis. It is disappointing that they won't be able to play Signals Festival this October, but hopefully they'll get the chance to perform together sometime next year. The goal of Interface was all about connection and collaboration, and it's clear from talking to our two winners that they really understood and embodied this ethos. Thanks again to everyone who was involved in organizing and participating in Interface 2020. And if you'd like to learn more about the project, you can do so via our social channels or by visiting us at our website at spiritstudios.ac.uk. 